Welcome to the T-Hood Podcast. I'm Moby. I'm Marty. And I'm Leland. Well, boys, welcome to 2018. Uh, our, I believe this is, yeah, for sure, our first recording session actually done in 2018. Right, it'll be our, our second episode released in 2018. Yes, yes. Wow, we are still doing this after half a year. Isn't this like our longest term fad that we've ever done? It's getting close. <laughs> I don't know. I've up until a few months ago, I've been going on and off to the gym for ten years. So. <laughs> That's not a bad bra. <laughs> Mostly off. Yeah, it comes honest. and goes. <laughs> I'm always coming. <laughs> oh. Well, you know, listener, we have a little bit of a special episode for you today. Um, it is a real uh, episode, as real as we can do, um, with a regular release, but. Uh, we figured that we go on so much uh, tangents, so many tangents, and we banter so much. Why not devote a whole episode to just bantering? We could also give the honest reason that content director Marty doesn't have <laughs> Wi-Fi and therefore cannot do research or add to the thread. So we're, we're just going to wing it here. At least Marty is. These guys actually did some prep work. Yeah, you know, listener, do feel bad for Marty. I mean, he only got electricity a year ago, so he's, he's really out the boonies. <laughs> It, was it feels things. like a year. It was a year ago. It was last year. <laughs> it was last year, yeah. <laughs> it's okay. We'll work on getting you a generator for your birthday or something. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I got 50 amps. Yay. Life is good. <laughs> um. Well, let's just shoot the shit with some quick banter, if anyone's got anything off the top of their heads. You know, we've been talking about doing a Star Wars special, and I think we still could, but I, I wouldn't mind talking a little bit about Last Jedi, because that was like the last movie I saw in theaters, and I think it was so interesting, the difference in how we all felt about it. Yeah, you know, it kind of seems with movies, one of us always, for the most part, falls into really liking it, kind of in the middle, and someone hating it, and that those places always switch around, with the exception of Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, for sure, and I think with this film, it's, it's not like one of us loved, one of us hated, one of us was okay with, it was just... We all came out of the theater with almost with different expressions on our faces. Yeah. And I, I just, I don't know how to explain it. Looking at like a, such a big release that's critically acclaimed, but at the same time, fans are so divisive over it. Yeah. And I think that it kind of represents the film. I mean, there were parts of the film that I loved and there were parts that I think were absolutely terrible. Um, you know, I, I don't know, Marty, what was your, let's start with something positive with the optimism of the new year. What was your, what did you like about The Last Jedi? It's a feeling that I've kind of gotten, I've tried to go into movies lately with, and it's trying not to be jaded and trying not to sit there and pick it apart so much that I can't enjoy it because as much as anyone else, I'm guilty of that. And I don't mean turning my brain off, but at the same time, like, I'm going to start negative because I think <laughs> okay. we always start negative. But, like, okay, the whole Princess Leia thing when she's in space and, and, <laughs> yeah. she, and, and she, uh, she uses the force to magic herself inside the ship again. Like, unless they do something to explain that in the next film somehow, like, that is ridiculous. And I was sat there and I, I almost started laughing watching that in the theater <laughs> because it was so ridiculous. I, I'm pretty sure Leland exclaimed out loud. Um <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't be the first time well okay now i have a lot to say on this i have a lot of notes and like i told you guys before we started recording like i haven't yet assembled it into like a cohesive 
Is it like a board that looks like a like your <laughs> it's investigation? Like, it's like yeah, I got all these oh. strings attached everywhere, <laughs> and I, I and some of them don't go anywhere yet, and I got to yeah. figure that out. So before really, I I would love to really get into it because I have have a I have a lot of things to say about it. Not all of them necessarily negative because I didn't hate the movie, but I I. I think I was entertained. I was entertained. Yeah. But back to your whole thing, the Princess Leia thing. The overarching reason why I have not thoroughly enjoyed both Rogue One and The Last Jedi, uh, the, the, the latest movie since Force Awakens, which I did really like, is just because of, because of the Force. The Force is stupid. Yeah. The way the Force is being used and... I just I like rules. I want rules in the, my universe, and 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 I understand that you know we couldn't possibly have have seen every single you know interaction that a person could have with using the force, and blah blah blah. And a new director comes in, and Ryan Johnson comes in and dusts off his you know script, his Star Wars fan fiction script he wrote when he was sixteen years old, and <laughs> finally I get to do this. And uh, and I guess I guess I I mean I did you guys see the bulletin? When Disney put out like a contest for best fan fiction gets to make a movie because I didn't see that one. <laughs> it was really weird. I uh, answered, but uh, I didn't get to make my buddy cop film with Han yeah. Solo. So I got, I got, I got lots of things to say about Last Jedi, and you know, some some parts of the movies that I thought were unnecessary or could have been done differently to one shorten the length of the film, um, like the whole the whole casino thing. I think that could have been replaced with uh, something very similar that served the same the same it feels so totally you get different in the same, i know right you get in the same place but one in a shorter amount of time and also working better within the confinements that the that the movie has presented to you the whole movie takes over of course over 18 hours yeah and i'm still i do want to see it again though i i, I want to see it again before we talk about it but i just i don't i don't <laughs> why do they have they have the they like shuttle them off world and that takes like 12 of the 18 hours or whatever they get back to the ship with six hours having accomplished nothing or and it's i don't know it's just you know what did this better than than they did was uh battlestar galactica in the episode uh, 33 30, 33 yeah. and it was like the same thing they're being chased and they keep finding them and that did such a better job of like showing like the humanized aspect of it like I know it's a completely different thing, but yeah, and it's a, it's a little different context. Whereas that was a a number of instances of thirty three minutes, as opposed to one extended period, right? True, but I get what you're saying. I totally get what you're saying. Yeah, this sometimes it didn't feel like there was any immediate danger because it went on so long that you're like it was like watching the slowest game of cat and mouse and like chase. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like. <laughs> yes, I just. I also like. I love how. I don't know. Maybe it was just the perspective that the camera was kind of. Uh, you know the the view of the ship. But like, why are those lasers like like lob shots? They're like catapult. They're lasers in space. <laughs> why are they shooting in a straight fucking line, going forever? You know what? I I give science fiction or science fantasy or whatever you want to call Star Wars a lot a long leash when it comes to physics. But the physics absolutely sucked in that movie. <laughs> yeah. They made no sense. I mean, Princess Leia. That was a a 
bad scene. Not only, I mean, I understand that she can use the force to pull herself back in the ship. I had no problem with that. What I had a problem with is her being in the vacuum of space and her blood not boiling or her freezing into an ice cube in, you know, yeah. three seconds. Now, right. like somehow she had used the force to shield herself upon entering space, so she never actually came in contact with space, then I could almost accept it. But yeah. it's like, she's clearly dead. And all of a sudden, no, she's fine. Well, okay, so something just occurred to me. Okay, so before I get to that, okay, so yeah, the Force, you know, the Force comes to those in their time of need. So, okay, you know, she's able to summon this, you know, you got to assume, like, pretty powerful Force power <laughs> to be able to survive the vacuum of space. Or whatever. But... I think that also kind of defies the whole, ba- you know, balance thing. So the Force is keeping Leia alive because it needs her as part of this equation that it constantly is putting together and modifying to balance itself. But unfortunately, what what the hell are they going to do with her in third movie because, because of Carrie Fisher's passing? Like, that's the unfortunate thing. Yeah. And now it's like, even in hindsight, and yeah, that's not... It was never part of the movie or, you know, as a fault of, of Ryan Johnson or the script or whatever. But now I'm just thinking about it. I'm like, oh, okay, I don't like that. That's annoying. <laughs> yeah. And and again, the whole force balancing thing and which, you know, is cool, but it just ultimately makes it where every character decision doesn't matter because the force is going to is going to do is going to, you know, enact itself upon any situation and let the. The main, the, the, this character here survived just to finish their task, a la Rogue One, and every single character in that movie, just so it can balance itself as this overarching, you know, cosmic force. I, I just, I have a problem with that. And then it takes it, I can't stop thinking about that because, again, the rules of the universe, which have been set out, uh, and then it just, and they constantly break it. Yeah, I see that's another problem too, right? It's like, well, as I understand it, I don't, that's like, I look at something and it's like, I don't, that, I don't feel like that's how that should work after, from what I've seen and been told. And that's where my biggest problem comes from. You know, it's not like I, like, I hate any of the characters or, I mean, some of the, some of the dialogue in Last Jedi was pretty ridiculous, but, uh, and, and super cheesy. And, uh, I don't know. I just, <laughs> you know, it's weird because all the reasons I could see why someone didn't like it were like reasons why I really enjoyed it. Like I liked that it was kind of cheesy and funny. And even though I, yeah. I know it didn't really fit for some reason, I just was, I was entertained. Am I not entertained? I was. Yeah, entertained. I, I, exactly. Are you not no. entertained? And, and, and you know what? I, I, I was also entertained. So I don't know what this. I don't know where. Where does that? <laughs> what does that leave? Like, it's no Oscar worthy film. Too. It's just like I was. Certain, yeah. It's just coming off of Force Awakens, and so and and you know, despite its, despite it being the most rebootiest non reboot ever, right? Like just totally rehash. Um, sure. Episode four, and so I, it was so a really cool movie. It set up a lot of cool plot points that you know could be really interesting, and a lot of new like great new characters that 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 doing with actually doing cool stuff in that movie as yeah. opposed to last jedi last jedi just breaks like so much of the character development too like okay we have kylo ren he's got this sweet mask which i get why they destroyed it in uh, the second film but yeah 
it feels like that was a kind of a throwaway thing. Like, yeah. well, though, though, if you think about it, like that, that, like that was, like that's Kylo chose to wear that helmet, right? Yeah, because like Snoke makes fun of it. Yeah, in Last Jedi. So that's like Kylo emulating Vader, yes. right? And then so now he's gone and smashes it in fury. Is that now kind of shows his departure away from the 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 path that Vader ultimately took? I think that's probably I guess, where right? it's going, right? Like he clearly is probably mm-hmm. not going to have a redemptive, you know, yeah. thing at the end, which is fine. I mean, oh, he shouldn't. And I mean, yeah. I I don't mind that they killed Snoke too. I thought it was really cool. Have you heard rumors that that's that's a Snoke hologram? Oh my what? god! Yeah, like people think that that might not be Snoke. Oh, uh, okay. Because they not they clearly that. showed that you can force hologram yourself. Well, yeah, that's another thing. I, so I I understand like Hux is on his ship, right? But how far away can you enact the force on somebody just because you can see him? Yeah. What are the laws? What are the rules behind that? I don't know. There's a <laughs> hey, the, the force shapes to fit the story. That's the, I think that's my fucking problem. Yeah. I want the story to fit with the force. With the force, yeah. And like, sure, come up with a great plot that we're like, damn, we I didn't see that coming. But it's so tough when there's set rules in place. Yeah, and you're right. It's it's like they they do cha- seem to change it every single time. There's a new Star Wars anything. Yeah, and uh, like so, like Luke's force projection. I don't know how to feel about it. I thought it was, I like I want to like it, and uh, like it was pretty cool. It sure, looked cool. Yeah, and he he looked younger, which was I know cool, that right? was the first thing. He, like you see him walk out of the shadows in the middle yeah. of the back yeah. of the, I'm like, yeah. oh, what did he stop for a haircut and a dye job on his way over there? I was like, what the hell's going on? <laughs> yeah, I heard that um, it was kind of Kylo was perceiving him as young. Like I, I read up on the internet that uh, how Luke looked in that scene is how he was perceived by the person seeing his Force hologram. I don't know. Fanboys always. How does that make sense? It does. How does that make sense when, when make everyone sense. else saw him? Yeah, well, so I then, mean, everybody else saw him, but we, as the the viewer, are seeing him as Kylo saw him, and as uh, Princess Leia saw him. Yeah, yeah. You know I what? Mean, Actually, if he looked the exact same to Leia as well. He did. Yeah, he didn't. Yeah. He didn't change that. Okay. I'm just yeah, saying. I'm kind of thinking that's, that's a fallacy. That's a fallacy. Yeah. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense because oh, so if that is the case, and that implies that he, Luke is doing something to Kylo's mind as in addition to just projecting yeah. himself, which is also weird, and if that was what they were going for, they did fuck all to explain it. Yeah. No. But uh, I love <laughs> the fucking dice. Oh, and then <laughs> that's Millennium the stupidest Falcon. fucking thing. Uh, okay, funny. the dice killed him. Maintaining that, that yeah. pair of dice <laughs> just totally so Kylo did. could pick him up and it disappear? That's what killed him. I forgot, <laughs> I forgot about the dice. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. You know what? The humor in that movie really sucked. It was some of the most tone-deaf, worse-fitting humor I've seen in a film in a long time. I hated that very first joke where Poe is asking for Hux, and it's clearly Hux. And he's like, no, I'm holding for Hux. Like, it's, he's phoning him on, like, a fucking telephone for a cold call or something. Yeah, I but, just hated that. And you know what's funny? is like... That's not how being on hold works. No, exactly. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like you, the, if you call a person, you don't put them on hold for them. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're totally right. Oh, and then there's that 
really awkward scene of Luke milking that like <laughs> thing, and then it's like where its udder is is where its dick would be, and then when he like drinks the milk, he winks, and it's like what the hell is going on? This is like some weird dark web porno. Marty, don't listen or don't uh, list. You don't want website. me to send, give you guys the link? Or no, because no? I know you know it. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't mind that scene. I guess. I mean, <laughs> I think that was like probably the only scene that I laughed um, where I wasn't laughing at like how ridiculous I thought okay. some of the plot points were. Like, like I laughed at, like incredulously at like this seems so we we out of touch of Star Wars, right? So like Ryan Johnson's going to be directing the whole next trilogy. He's got his own trilogy set apart from the original universe. So it's going to be in a galaxy far, far away from a galaxy <laughs> far, far away. Oh, okay. Well, see, that's that's fine. That's cool, man. I mean, that's... I don't, can't I don't, break anything. I don't mind... <laughs> Maybe that's why they did it. I'm, I'd be interested in, in seeing what Ryan Johnson's take on a larger scope of the universe would be. But that's another thing about that uh, casino scene is, like... When we walked out of it, you said you liked it how it showed some of the world and developed a bit more of the world. Yeah. But then, and I I agree with you that I think that's important, but maybe not in this movie because of the time constraints that he's put on the whole picture, right? Like, it it was not the time and place to do it. It felt like we're watching, like, Seabiscuit or something inside the the movie. Like, it just didn't make sense. But my biggest... like Free Willy. It was more like Free Willy. It was, yeah. Free Willy with the poor, sad animals being tasered. And little orphans who are now resistance fighters. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, see, you've seen the force. That was my biggest problem is also with... Maybe I didn't like the writing of that at all, but... Okay, so it seemed to me like they had a bunch of like cool uh like payoff scenes that they they started at the end and they're like all right let's just let's craft scenes to lead up to this every single momentous uh, like scene and like memorable scene was uh, was directly related to just some payoff that was so evident and so clear that that's why that like that was the singular purpose that those scenes served i just like okay that whole casino thing that entire 30 35 minutes of the movie was a payoff for the last 10 seconds of the kid forcing the broom right that's all that yeah like really and and yeah okay so rose is like rose is troubled and they're introducing this new character and you know she was like a child slave and like talking to Finn about, you know, being an orphan and shit when Finn was, like, you know, taken as a small child and raised as a fucking stormtrooper himself, too, you know, like, 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 she's talking, she's, like, leading, I don't understand. How long has it been? Who's she talking to? Like, she doesn't need to explain this shit to Finn. Like, Finn knows about being a fucking, he's a child soldier, for Christ's sake. How long has it been between the first and second film? This is what I'm thinking. I'm so... uh, that's why I want to see it again. Yeah. But if, it's like directly after. It feels like that. And then all of a sudden, like, Finn's like a legend with these people. It's like, oh, you're Finn. Yeah. It's like, but hasn't it been like three days? Yeah. Yeah. How fast is word spread? Well, and that's another, because uh, um, like I've watched, a, I've watched lots of videos on The Last Jedi. But like a criticism or like a, a point of what's going on here is is exactly how... How long was Ray 
with Luke on the island in relation to the 18 hours? Like, are they two separate, like, tangent, like, strings of time? Like, are they, right. are they, they're not coincide? Are they supposed to coincide? Because if you, if you, so Ray gets, at the end of Force Awakens, Ray gets to the island, and then her scenes with Luke pick up directly after that. Like, yeah. right at that scene. Despite her actually being standing about five feet away and having to walk forward and then handing him the lightsaber. <laughs> Even though at the very end she was already yeah. in front of him handing yeah. <laughs> Continuity errors also drive me nuts, but whatever. So, like, how long was she there? Because, really, if she got... So, if you assume she got right... If she got to uh, Snoke's ship right at the end of that 18 hours, she's been on that island for 18 hours. So, clearly, she's been on that island for longer than oh, yeah. a day... Like. Three quarters of a day. Obviously, she spent two full nights there. Yeah. So maybe those 18 hours don't pick up right after Force Awakens. There's got to be some time frame between. But I just felt like that's kind of what it was being portrayed as. Like, it's supposed to lead, boom, right into it. Very similarly how the end of Rogue One would lead right into Episode 4. Now, that's obviously a completely different situation because it... It kind of has to, right? Yeah, like, that's where they... <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, I'm trying to think of positive things that I want to say that I really liked about it. You know what? I really liked uh, the interaction between Kylo and... Uh, uh, what's her face? Ray? You like that force kind of talking they did? I thought that was cool. I, I actually liked that. Yeah, I liked that connection. Mm. And I like that he was visible. Like, at that one scene when uh, Luke walks in and you can see him. For that second there, like yeah, that was uh, I don't really know. That was weird though. I don't really know what. So, but okay, so that means then he was forced teleporting. He was kind of doing what uh, Luke did later. Oh in the yeah, I guess. I don't even think he really necessarily knew he was doing it though. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, I guess he was also projecting. Yeah, okay, man. Okay, that makes way more sense then. With the outcome of Luke, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, it couldn't be, like, because Luke was cut off from the Force at that time. So, it's not like he is, you know, tuning into this little, this Force combo, this Force radio signal, mm-hmm. right? So, that clearly wasn't what it was. So, you're totally right. But, like, they touch, though, right? They actually touch. Yeah, I think so. As you can see, listener, we got to dive into The Last Jedi more at some point. Yeah, I mean, maybe <laughs> we should table this discussion until we do a bonus on it, because maybe. clearly we have a lot to discuss or bitch about. Yeah. Alright. Oh, okay, one thing I really liked, though, was the very opening space battle. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, except for bombers that somehow gravity bomb ships yeah. in space. <laughs> bomb yeah. racks. How do those bombs fall that in doesn't space? doesn't happen. <laughs> It's such a terrible system, too. It's like, we got some slow bomb ships. It's really dumb. It only takes one fucking bomber to take down the whole thing, too. Just crash the fucking ship into the center of it, then. Exactly. Could have saved everybody. Which they literally do later in the movie. And there's complete suicide (laughs) missions, too. It's like, here, take this uh, tractor version of a spaceship that can move at five miles per hour. Yeah, uh, I did not understand that whole... full bombs. That whole end end thing. Um, Like, that... Like, so... Right after the whole Snoke, uh, Snoke room fight, right? You're like, oh, okay, this is a great point to, for this movie to be ending. Yeah. And then it goes on for another half an hour, and you're like, whoa, okay. And you know it is because, you know, there's heavy previews of all the 
those stupid little skitter things, right? Yeah. So you know, oh, that part hasn't happened yet? Oh, fuck. <laughs> I, I haven't seen the ice dogs yet. Yeah, that's or, right. I've got to see some ice dogs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, we got we to gotta talk about that. Oh, and then BB Hate. <laughs> oh, BB <laughs> That might be my favorite part of the movie. It's like, no one knows, and all of a sudden BB Hate's like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I thought actually that uh, the whole Poe BB-8 thing was a little overplayed too. Actually, huh. like when he when they're reunited again, he like picks him up. He's like, "Oh, I love you. like like he's a fucking little." <laughs> he does do that every time. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was a little. Where's my yeah. droid? Where's my droid? Yeah, I don't know. I just it was shitty that Poe had fuck all to do this movie. Yeah, yeah. And I I don't mind his one arc, but. He's just a bro. That's something I want to expand on. He is just a fucking bro. special. Like, no, Poe. You have to use your brain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I have a lot, lot more to say about Finn and Rose. Ugh, why didn't Rose just die? Well, you know, I'll throw something out for I don't understand why. On a, Please. Going on a, a tangent. <laughs> Throw it out. Because I, I wonder what you guys think about this. It, if you heard about Cards Against Humanity's new expansion being pulled from Target due to those outcries. No. Okay, they made an expansion that was, I think it was geared all around like Jewish jokes and stuff like that. And knowing Cards Against Humanity, they can go pretty hard. But like some people complained and Target started pulling them off all their shelves and, you know, acted like, you know, they're they're super mad about it. And you know, I don't know. It's like, um, you know, it's it's a question of like when you have a game that's supposed to be outrageous like Cards Against Humanity, it's supposed to be comedy and where is that line? for taboo like should you be able to insult religions and stuff like that i'm religious but i think yeah you should be able to in a game well i think you should be able to i think the dangerous thing is dissing one religion so like making the jewish insult expansion pack which was what kind of sounds like they did is a risky decision yeah if you're going to make an expansion pack that includes a lot of offensive religious material it's probably still a risky decision, but at the, at the same time, at least, you know, we're inclusive in our insults. <laughs> we're right? diverse yeah. with our insults. And, and I think that that's probably the, the line where it's dangerous, right? So, like, you have a show like South Park, which has made fun of religion for a long time, but they make fun of all religion. They make fun of Jews, Christians, Muslims, and even, like, they... they I haven't watched it in years, but, you know, they've gone and done some stuff with uh, Muslims that would be very, very taboo, especially nowadays. And they've never really had that much outcry against them, realistically, you know, maybe at one point. But I don't see why Cards Against Humanity would make a specific set targeting one religion, if that's the case. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah, it is weird. That seems weird, but, I mean, I'm sure there's plans of, you know, other religions getting their own sets? Like, I don't know. Yeah. I, I think so, because it was... I They were, like, a small expansion pack, like a, yeah. a foil wrap booster. So oh, it wasn't like they did, like, okay. a big thing. Probably more religious, insulting stuff is on the way. But right, but who yeah. knows? I Again, you know, no, I just made up a minor tangents and banters this episode, so I just threw that out there. They should have, like, a shiny card in every pack that's, like, extra offensive. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I think the the shiny cards they've done is the the big black dick or whatever. That's like their shiny. Oh card. yeah, okay. That's like their shiny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
That's the third evolution Pokemon. Good old cards against humanity. <laughs> Leland, do you have any banter you want to throw out there? Anything. Uh, One come on. Oh, okay. So I, since the last episode, I have finished uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Yes. And uh, it was, it was, I really liked it. It was really cool. I was super happy with, with the, the story and how, and you know, like Aloy's heritage is entirely predictable. Like, you know, there's not much they could really have done with it other than the way they went, but just the way and why the world is the way it is, is really cool. Yeah. They did a really good job of kind of slowly revealing everything. I mean, it's some of it's readily apparent. But yeah. I like the uh, stuff where they reveal at the end, like, how humanity came back to life, basically. Like, like these children being raised by machines. Yeah, it's cool. It was cool. And then everything broke. So, yeah. <laughs> like, nothing went right. So, yeah. then everyone was just gay people. Yeah. It was pretty neat. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I think it's right there behind New Colossus for me now for 2017. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's uh, It leaves a lot open to make a really great sequel, I think. Well, it's a really cool world, and really, the the map's not all that large. You don't see all that much of the world, really. No. Uh, I have a few gripes with it, though. Like, all of the climbing stuff, I, I didn't like. Yeah. Um, it, like, why couldn't you just make me be able to climb everything? Yeah, you know, after playing um, Breath of the Wild, and they have a very similar open world hunting, like, there's a lot of similarities between the two. Yeah. And just being able to climb everything in Breath of the Wild, comparatively. Yeah. It's so much nicer. Like it's really annoying when you see something on a mountain and you're like, okay, now I have to find the foothold. Right, and I gotta, I gotta circumnavigate like three yeah. quarters of this fucking yeah. mountain before I actually find the route that yeah. the game wants me to take. And like the problem with that is, I didn't know if sometimes I'm supposed to be jumping to things or if I just walk at a ledge and it'll automatically jump me to it, like like a, a la Assassin's Creed. Right. right. So sometimes I would over jump, yeah, die, or I wouldn't jump at all and just die, and then like. The climbing, like, there's no there's no skill to it. You don't have a grip meter like you do with Breath of the Wild, right? Yeah. There's nothing like that. You're, just, you're literally just holding the thumbstick up or down or left or right, and it's it's jumping you to the next handhold. It's kind of like, ah, this is kind of like a... It's like a, they threw it away. They're like, well, we don't really want this to be the focus, but, mm-hmm. like, if you're going around for the collectibles, which, of course, I did, yeah, there's a lot of climbing. Like, there's, there's, there there's a lot of mountainous terrain in, in there, that, and a lot of it... You know, okay, so now I'm thinking of it. Clearly, the intent was to make, uh, you know, large swaths of the map accessible only via one route, right? You can't just shortcut through a lot of things. That's true. They did do that. Yeah. So, I mean, that makes sense. But, like, one other thing that was really weird is, like, some of the larger jumps from ledge to ledge, like, it would just, like, randomly go into slow motion. Yeah, occasionally <laughs> yeah. when there was like a very terrifying jump. Yeah, I was like, why? I know I'm going to make yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. I've never not made a jump before that I'm just, you know, automatically I would doing. Have lo- love to see the developer decision on that. Like, no, no, make that a slow motion jump. And that one? And that one? No, not that one. Uh, yeah, that one? Like, what the fuck, Larry? probably showed like a bunch of them. They're like, guys, which ones are cool? Which one do you think are cool? Larry, Larry was in charge of slow motion jumps. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I had no idea that um, that was the same studio that made the Killzone game. That's crazy. That's that blew my mind. Um, oh man, I forget who it was on Twitter. Sent me a link to like a documentary about just the making of it that I actually have yet to watch and totally forgot about it until now, unfortunately. 
But uh, I'm interested in watching it for sure. Yeah, I'd watch it when I get yeah. Wi-Fi back. It blows my mind. It's yeah. so it's so cool. Yeah, you know, it's it was kind of a... I wouldn't say it flew under my radar, but I kind of forgot about it. You know, like it, it got released and I was like, oh, okay. Horizon yeah, I had like out. an early 2017 release, right? February. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I didn't play it until the summer. And I picked it up kind of on a whim. Like I ordered it and because I, I wanted to play it. I just kind of waited until it was on a bit of a sale price and... You waited till I was done with it. And yep. You know what? It was uh, it was definitely worth playing. Like it was. Yeah, really- it was. I put a lot of hours into it for sure. <laughs> like I, I tore through it. Yeah, it's like a solid 40, 50 hour game. I think. Yeah, yeah. And well, I did like everything. And you know what? I think I was able to manage the pacing of it because you know you like we were talking about um, how Breath of the Wild last episode. You know, it fo- just falls into the open world syndrome, like you said. Yeah. And it's it's really inevitable with those types of games. But I think I was able to keep my pacing enough where I was always constantly engaged. You know, you got to plan out. I'm in this area, so I'll do this mission, this mission, this mission. And then this mission takes me over here. Okay, now I'll do this fast, you know, kind of thing. Did you feel like the side missions were kind of meh? You know, uh, they were certainly hit or miss. But, like, there was one that... Um, oh, that's another thing about this game. Like, the dialogue is really good. It's pretty damn solid, except yeah. some of the character animations during the dialogue is yeah, it's weird. weird. And sometimes, like, it, like it, it will like show like linger on a character's face. Yeah, when they're not really emoting. Yeah, it's like especially it's because Aloy, they do such a good job with Aloy. Yeah, that some of the other characters clearly they didn't put as much effort into because they're tertiary characters. Right, but it's almost like the juxtaposition of having them together is weird. Yeah, well, there was so so yeah, the, like. That's totally right. But, like, there was one side mission that, like, the end dialogue I got on it was, like, whoa, that is powerful. It was um, the one with uh, the the girl who was meeting with, like, the Shadow Karja on the island. And he would, like, like fire signal her when it's safe for them to meet. Right. And she, like, goes missing. And then, you know, I won't spoil it for some that's playing out there. But, like, man, the ending dialogue of that, uh, the outcome was like, whoa, this is like on par with some of the events happening in the main story. Like, good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah was there was really there was good. a few that were really good. And then there was a few that I was like, oh, okay, I'll go get your staff from yeah. these robots. Totally, totally. And yeah, it's funny though, like I'm thinking, and now I'm thinking at like the main story. And you know, sometimes it's always, it's hard to really recall what is main story and what side mission when you're, it's all jumbling together sometimes. Yeah. But, like, the way I did, because so, some of the side missions, like, I had fought, like, these bigger and badder machines, and then I come to the main story, and it's like, oh, I'm fighting the same machine again. Like, a corrupted uh, thunder jaw or whatever. Right. Um, Like, the big, the T-Rex ones. Yeah. I was like, oh, I just, like, I just fought one of these fucking things. And I li- had literally done them back to back, and I'm like, oh, crap. <laughs> this is annoying. Did you do all the hunting missions? Like the, the hunting grounds? No, nah, I didn't fucking bother. I did right. the first one, did shitty. I did a second one, and then I like, like five star all of them, like first try, and then I didn't bother doing the other two. Yeah, so I did all those five star. Oh, okay. But at the same time, I didn't feel like any of the rewards for doing any of the extra stuff was that great. Like, I was gonna say because you get you get weapons from that from the hunting lodge, right? Yeah, and they're basically just rarer versions of what you have, and they're not that much better, uh, if anything. Yeah. Yeah, the only thing that makes your weapons better is the uh, the mods that you get. Yep. And I think if I could add something to the next game, I'd say add more RPG elements to the uh, character development. Like, you know, different upgrades, different skills. Like, you do upgrade your skills, but eventually you get everything. 
And well, uh, yeah, how quickly did you get everything? Because like I, I like by the time I finished it, I had just hit fifty and just bought my last thing. And I think I, I, and then I finished everything. I think I did a few more. Like I spent more. I guess time. if you do the hunting lodge stuff, if yeah. you kill more things out in the wild, because I kind of avoided most things in the wild because I was just focused on mission, mission, mission. Right. And I wasn't really fucking around. I was... Um, see, I was trying to upgrade everything as fast as I could, too. Oh, see, like, I barely even... I would say I got, like, an outfit for every elemental protection and, like, some of the best weapons probably in the last 10 or 15 hours of my gameplay. Mm. Which I'm... I I was kicking myself for because I got that fucking... Uh, that rope launcher thing? Yeah. Holy shit, that thing is awesome. Oh yeah, it like on like Thunderhawks and stuff. Oh my god. And the and the the big T Rex things. Yeah. Like it it'll it'll interrupt some of their attacks yeah. too. Like holy shit, that yeah. thing's awesome. Yeah, like a shadow rope caster. That thing is so yes, rope caster, that's what yeah. it is. Yeah, I had that. Um and that was the first rope caster I bought in the entire game. I was like, Oh, I'll, I'll try this. It's the best thing. I got the parts. Some of the weapons really suck. Like the uh, the rattling gun. Or yeah, whatever. the scatter gun or whatever. Like um, most of the heavy weapons suck. Yeah, basically your war you get a war bow. The slings okay. There's like also the too many types sling. of bows. There's like the sniper bow, like the yeah. elemental bow, the regular bow, and then there's like yeah, because like at bow. the end, like I had your regular bow, an elemental bow, and the sniper bow. Yeah, because they all have useful things, and that was another thing like. You can upgrade how many weapons you can carry, but you only got a wheel for four. I didn't like that. Why can't I just scroll through have everything? Yeah. Like, why Why the fuck? Why, why limit? Because I can pause it any time in the game, swap them out. Yeah. Just have to go through a Even just make it menus. something where you gain those upgrades or something. Sure. Yeah. That's fine. That could be part of the tree. Yeah. That's kind of what, actually, that's what I thought it was when I originally looked at upgrading your uh, weapon carry, carry thing. Yeah. But no, it's just on your person. But I, I didn't really understand why, because you just hit the pause button, go to your inventory, swap out with whatever you're not using, and then with no penalty. It didn't, didn't make any yeah. sense. But, um, yeah, because you can pause it and make craft as much stuff as you want. You can, yeah, yeah. 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 I actually like the like uh, the on-the-fly craft, too, when really you pull cool. up the wheel and you just need more arrows, yeah. boom, and it kind of slows everything down. That's cool. Yeah. But I got caught sometimes, though. Like It doesn't quite stop the action no. it just kind of like focuses in a little bit and you can still get hit pretty, pretty you can hard. yeah you played it on hard i'm assuming <clears throat> uh yeah yeah, yeah. And it's like pretty challenging especially at the beginning it's challenging yeah when you're weak some of the the second cauldron i got i went into where you can learn to override some of the machines where you fight the fire bellow right and i got that pretty early and man that was hard killing that thing in there Whereas the other ones, like, wasn't really a problem because by the time, because, <laughs> yeah, I, I found them all really late. Yeah. Because I didn't realize I already had them discovered on my map but hadn't went into them. You also know what's coming. Like, you know there's going to be a big fight, so you can yeah. lay down a whole bunch of traps. Oh, yeah, so you can do that too, yeah, yeah. And again, like, I hit that fire bellow thing before really I had, was able to craft any of that no shit. shit. So, yeah, it was tough. It was tough. But, yeah, no, I really, really liked the game. Super, really good. Oh man, I love Aloy. She's the, she's like the best video game character like in recent history. Like she's so ah, she's so funny and she's such like she's a fucking badass. Like oh man, I love her. She's a good heroine for sure. Yeah, like she's, she's so cool. She has no like, there's no female quality about her that like keeps her from like 
being anything less than a badass. Sure. Like, there's nothing. Totally. Like, which I think is, you know, saying something about the writing for sure. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. they did it really Even job. when you, like, pick, like, like some of the, like, you know, the, the fist icon of the three yeah. dialogue choice, sometimes like, you're, like, like, even though like it's like prickish, you're like, oh man, like I, I can get behind her the way she's saying it and like the emotion that the voice actor. I don't. I should have looked up who who did her voice acting. I don't know. She's yeah. phenomenal. Yeah, yeah so it never good. feels like they uh, like like you're changing the character. No, it doesn't. You're right. No, because you know she's she the the breadth of emotion that the writing has allowed that character to show throughout the your gameplay like you, any choice you make you're like i i like you've seen that and you can you can see that side of the person that is aloy like mm-hmm. yeah she feels like she's especially in the beginning of the game she feels like a teenager you know oh uh, yeah that's such a good point because i was thinking like like um Aaron or whatever his name is at some point he's like he like makes a comment about like him supposed to be the grown-up and she's cause she's only like 19 years old or yeah whatever, right yeah, she really like through the course of that game, she like grows up like two decades worth of of hardening, right? I like that the Sun King and her have like a possible sort of like romantic thing there. And yeah, you, and you can completely be like, no, thank you. And yeah, which I did. Yeah, I don't know what else you do. Well, you know, it's funny that I thought the game did a good thing of that too. I don't know if I'm sure it was intentional to just kind of shy away from that. You know, the main character being a female, and then needing some sort of yeah yeah right like that that was clearly intentional and it didn't take away for me certainly didn't take away anything but like yeah there's there's a lot of different characters you interact with where she's you you can be flirtatious or maybe flirtatious with you kind of thing but Mm -hmm. yeah i just yeah the writing was just on par no it was really fucking weird dude that that guy that uh would uh take out the bandit caps with you that guy's a fucking weirdo. Yeah, did you follow that all the way through? Yeah, I went. I told him I wouldn't fight him. He's like, okay. Oh, I, I murdered him. Yeah, no. I was like, no, dude. Yeah. Get out of here. That's like, cool. He's at least doing... Uh, he's doing. He's, he's basically... He's doing, he's doing the Lowell's work. <laughs> he's doing the Sun King's work. He's he's basically Horizon's Punisher. He kind of is, yeah. <laughs> he just goes around hunting he, all these he, other murderers. He just really likes doing it. Yeah, he's just sadistic as fuck and, like, gets hard at the thought of shedding someone's blood. <laughs> like, yeah. Jesus. Yeah, I wasn't going to fucking fight that guy. Yeah, I get it. I'm, I'm, see ya. But he had enough honor not to stab me in the back as I was walking away, so... That's good. Hey, good on him. Maybe he'll show up in another game. Uh, maybe <laughs> if if they go with your ending. Yeah. <laughs> Not if they go with mine. Uh, yeah. yeah, no, it real. It was really good. I still think I enjoyed New Colossus more. I yeah. loved New Colossus. New Colossus is so good. I'm like, it's not my favorite game of the year, but man, it was fun. Yeah, and it was so hard. It was ridiculously hard. Okay, how was the courtroom battle? Oh my god! Fuck. Okay, so there's two really hard battles in that game. Yeah, the courtroom and the last one. Yeah, and shit, that last one was hard. The courtroom I was playing on Christmas Eve, and it was like right before we were going to bed. And I just told my wife, I said, "I'm not going to bed till this is done." Oh my god! And then I finished. How long were you playing it for? Because I took at least probably two an, hours. an hour and a half on the courtroom battle. Fuck. And even my my wife walked in watching me. She's like, "That looks hard." I'm like, "Yes, <laughs> yes, I know." Okay, so my problem with that is, and then as soon as I figured it out, I did it. Yeah, was that at a certain stage, some doors open, 
and you can just blitz through them and go up some stairs. Yeah. I did not figure that out until like the second to last time I tried it. And then I was like, oh, okay, phew, you get more health, you get more ammo, you're like, you get, you basically get restocked. That's most of the f- hard, difficult fights in that game have this hidden area you can go to yeah. and find more. But you stuff. have to go to. It, well, especially on the harder difficulties. Yeah. Um, my biggest thing was you start that battle with like nothing, you, with just like a yeah. a gun with like ten bullets, and yeah. then you're like, okay, I'm gonna hide and pray. Yeah. And I did that about thirty times, where a grenade killed me every time. Yes. Well, okay, so like, yeah, because um, okay, Moby, here's some advice because you are playing it. You I am got playing it. Yes. Um. Always keep moving. If you got okay. a sprint, there's a part where there's a little wall, half wall partition. If you keep moving, sprint up and down that, up and down. Just keep moving. Do not stop. You like, will get murdered. Are you saying run and gun? Like run and gun. Fighting, run and gun. Moving. Yep. yep. Okay. Because if you're running, you're basically running as if you were like strafing gunfire. So because right. they're firing at you perpendicular to the way that you're running, so you're avoiding that fire. And occasionally, someone will come up some stairs into that area where you you just Boom! You blast right through as you're as you're just charging. Yeah, just keep moving, man. Keep moving. Yeah, you know I have limited experience with the game so far. I'm enjoying it. It's violent to the point of me feeling slightly sick to my stomach at the time because I've never seen a fire axe used in ways as creatively as that game uses a fire axe. <laughs> yeah. Um. It it cuts it cuts powerful good powerful good <laughs> it does um but I I actually like the lieutenant system where you've got a commander that can really f- like fuck up your fight unless you kill him or assassinate yeah, him yeah they get that call off man it's tough it is and yeah. I'm garbage at stealth and the stealth in that game is difficult to pull off sometimes yeah it really it's is it's easier when you have that battle harness for sure like if you choose that later oh uh which one's that. Uh, well, you get to pick like an item. Yeah, later, the right? three. I think yeah. I chose the stock legs or whatever. Probably, and the battle harness lets you like crawl under like small little things. Oh like, yeah, you, and yeah. you can just like hack people's legs and stuff. Oh yeah. Jesus, um, that's cool. And it also increases your stealth. And there's another like there's a couple aspects of it that all are related oh. to your stealth. Hmm. I some things I didn't realize till like later is like a lot of the the machines you can uh, tamper with and like kill them before they even turn on. Um, oh yeah yeah you know and then or like the guys with the um, diesel on their backs you can leak their diesel out yeah, and, and then blow just them up. shoot the diesel trail yeah yeah, yeah. and like th- they'll walk around and like they'll get tired looking because like they don't have any diesel so they'll be all sluggish looking yeah and yeah. then you just blow them up yeah but yeah the uh the commander system's really tough sometimes yeah uh, especially when like they're right at the end of an area yes yeah uh, a few times what i did when it was really tough is i just ran all the way through and then got to them, and they were like, surprise, and I shotgun their face. Before they can call in. Yeah. yeah. Except sometimes near the end of the game, they have rocket launchers. Like, Oh, like, I didn't notice that. Like the rocket pistol gun. You oh. Know? So they one hit kill you on a hard difficulty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if they they see you coming, you're done. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I one time I was so mad because I had had a bad experience with a commander. When I saw another commander, I ran into him at the top of some stairs. He came up. I just turned his head into puree, and then he was, like, ragdolling down the stairs, and I was dual-wielding and just firing because it was cool, because I had lots of ammo. And, yeah, I've I've killed guys very creatively in that game so far. They yeah. end up being in all sorts of weird positions yeah, yeah. once I'm done with them. Damn Nazis, it's okay, because they're Nazis. I saw one guy, I think the game might have glitched, but I blew something up, and he was stuck in the roof. <laughs> 
was on his legs. <laughs> I was like, how did this happen? That's awesome. There's something about dual wielding shotguns that shoot three bullets at once. That mm-hmm. is just like ungodly. You know what I really love is the uh, the offset and dual wield where you can dual wield yeah. two of any type of weapon. That is the fucking best. That always fucks me up because I'll have a machine gun on the right and like a pump action in the left. Yeah, you so pull I'll be like, I'll be s- squeezing in one and like clicking in the other. And, yeah. Yeah. It's like uh, patting your head and rubbing your stomach at the same time. And when you hold the button to go back to your last uh, like gun out- yeah. outload, like I'd always go back to one that was stupid. Yeah. So I'd run yeah. out of ammo and go back and it was like two guns that were out of ammo or useless. Yeah, and you get fucked. Um, something I kept forgetting in that game which really helps, especially in the hard difficulties, is you can save on the fly, right? So when you're in the middle of a fight, even if you're not at the checkpoint, you can save. Oh, I had no idea you could do that. Which I absolutely needed to do for that last fight. Like, I I had a a really great beginning. Two minutes of it, save, okay. I saved, okay. Oh, man, I did not know you could fucking do that. Like, those two two guys that come out at the end are, like... Ridiculous. They shoot, like... there's a weapon you get later in the game, Moby, that you see. It's like a alien weapon or something. Nice. And it basically shoots a almost like a force field looking thing. It's almost like a black oh, yeah, it's hole. weird. Yeah. And it sucks people in and just it explodes you. Oh. Wow. And you it's, fight. You it's start, tough to use though. It is, and you start fighting guys who have it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it basically, if you get touched by it, you're done. Mm-hmm. I'll remember that. Yeah. Have fun with Save that. Careful. Uh, I hope you're using your uh, your laser gun a lot. The laser that gun is the best weapon. I don't think ever. I have it yet with how early I am in the oh, game. Oh, maybe not. But you only get it as like a special weapon though. Do you? Yeah. The laser? Yeah, the, the regular charge thing. The same weapon you had throughout the entire first game. I never got that. What? Yeah. The thing that disintegrates people? I never got that. Wow! Really? Because holy shit, you because ch- you can you can upgrade it and then you can charge it and I you I can one shot any dude in a mech suit with it. Maybe it's DLC or no? Some... I just where'd you get it? Where'd you find oh, it? Oh, I I don't know. I just thought, assumed it was part of the main story. Uh, are you sure? Fire a game up later. I'll have to take a look at it. Oh man, are you? Sure? I'm pretty sure I only had. The... It's a thing. There's charging stations for. It I know, and I was wondering why there was charging stations. Oh man, because I didn't have it. That is the best. Oh, that would have made your game honestly made your gameplay so much easier. You because if you can overcharge it, it like charges in cycles of ten ammunition, and as far as a huge concentrated bolt, it like obliterates dudes in mechs in like one shot. And can you upgrade it? Like you can upgrade everything. Yeah, it's like, it, a nor- it's like normal, it's normal weapon. weapon. See, I only had the di- the diesel waft or whatever that thing was. What's diesel, that one? Diesel gun. Diesel. What the hell is that one? You never had the diesel gun? No, what's that? Why do I have the diesel gun? You have laser gun? <laughs> what, is, what is the diesel? Because that's why there's diesel things everywhere that you can upgrade. Oh, shit. Maybe, I, maybe you only get to pick one. I, or or oh, what maybe. if it's affected by one of the decisions like who you save and oh, who you don't save? Oh, maybe that's it. Maybe. Well, who, do you, who did you save? Out of who? In the beginning, you know, from the first game, you have to you, oh, you relive that memory. Um, because I saved Wyatt. I saved the guy with one arm. Okay, so you saved uh, not Wyatt. The Irish guy. Yeah, uh, I forget yeah. his name. But, okay, I saved Wyatt. Maybe oh, that changes. That's God. it. Holy shit. Whoa, that's cool. Now I have to replay it. You, that sounds awesome. That It's a really great fucking gun. So the diesel gun's awesome, too. You can upgrade it so it holds, like, 20 diesel rounds. It basically shoots... It's basically a grenade launcher. But it's it, you can make it so it detonates when you want it to. And, oh, and you, can, you awesome. can sticky people with it, 
and, and they don't know. So, so many you know, And then, then you just like left trigger and blow oh, it up. Oh shit! I gotta I gotta play that game again now. And then if you dual wield it, it automatically blows up. Oh okay. Yeah. So, right, right. Because you don't have the other trigger yeah. to, to blow it. You can all the other upgrades for like you can shoot like five grenades at once or like whatever. Whoa. Like, okay. Double okay. ammunition. Okay, that makes sense. That's cool. Because I was waiting for this laser gun, and I thought you meant the diesel gun. I thought you were just no, like, man, that, that laser gun saved my bacon so many times. Okay. So, yeah, now you guys need to play it over again, oh, and yeah. I'm playing it. Yeah, that means I gotta play it on a higher difficulty, then, too. No, join me on Goo Goo Baby mode. No, I don't want to play on Goo Goo Baby. Yeah, I'm not replaying it again on Terror Billy. Like, <laughs> I'll, I'll play it on Goo Goo Baby. <laughs> That's the only way. <laughs> Believe me, it's still a challenge. Did you do all the Uber Commanders? Uh, <laughs> no. No. Okay. I did some of them. I think I cracked all the codes. That Enigma machine is hard to use sometimes. It's confusing. When and you then, first get into it, I'm like, like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I wasted like like six of my Enigma code then. I, fu- I kept fucking up because I, for some reason, I thought if I went left, it would move right. And I like, like, uh, I don't, like, I don't, I, I don't know. <laughs> like, my brain wasn't working. I was like, this is not the way my brain thinks this should yeah. be moving. Some of them, like, you have to go so fast, too. Yeah. Like some of the later ones. Ugh, I, the first time I did it, I'm like, "What? What is this?" And you know what? I was, I was, in the, I was in the middle of going through and finding and killing them all. But then you let me Horizon, and I stopped and, play, and played that. So yeah, that's where I stopped and I started playing Divinity because yeah. I just I needed a break from how hard it is. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, good game for sure. It's a good really game, fun. and I'm sure we're going to uh, review it more in detail in yeah, a segment as soon as I finish it. And yeah, it's a priority now for me to finish it. I will say. The payoff of that courtroom is a fucking kick in the balls, man. Meaning no payoff? <sighs> Just get to it. Yeah. Okay, fine. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know what you mean. <laughs> I was so angry. Yeah. I was like, I was so angry. As long <laughs> as I get more mean character dialogue, like where he's <laughs> talking absolute shit and you think he's got some weird mental disorder, then I, I enjoy it. You yeah. know, he literally talks he's listeners like, He's poetic, but really gruff and very, like, says... He doesn't even say sentences. He pairs between one and three words together and uses that as a sentence. So, as Marty said in a former game... (laughs) Okay, you know, you gotta tell a listener that scene. Because, you know, even if they haven't played, it's hilarious. Yeah, so in the first game, when he, like, he gets injured and he's in a hospital, he's he's recuperating. And he's seeing time go by, and it's, like, super sad, because, like, 15 years of his life go by. He's sitting there and he's just like, sometimes winter, sometimes spring, sometimes birthdays, sometimes <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> and like, you see like holidays going by and like, he's just sitting there in like a dementia. And the, the, I found that especially the first game, I was playing it on uh, my PS4 and I couldn't always hear what he was saying. And I didn't have the yeah. subtitles on. Oh, see, I always play with subtitles on everything. So like, but I played this one with headphones. So I could actually hear him with his weird dialogue. And yeah, the second <laughs> game, like the whole angel wing thing and Caroline, dinner soon. You know what it is, is sun when, rises. <laughs> when he talks to everyone in the game, like when he speaks out loud. I like pants. He's less like, I love <laughs> killing Nazis and killing Nazis. But then <laughs> when he thinks, he thinks like a poet. It's weird. Yeah. yeah. He's talking to himself. Yeah. Well, he's traumatized because even in this game, there's that scene where I guess it's a bad thing. You know, your father ties you up and you got to shoot a dog. I didn't know that you were allowed to miss the dog. 
Not that I gave it any chance. I was going to say, did you try? Just, no, I, I just turned I the, immediately the pointed to the dog and yeah. fired at him. Doesn't he uh, shoot it anyways? Yes. Yeah, he shoots it anyway. Yeah. But the point is, I didn't shoot my fucking childhood dog. Neither did I. Yeah. Oh. For me, my dad's like, good son. You've learned a good lesson now, boy. Really? Yeah. What an asshole. He, he is He's an a asshole. piece of shit, that guy. He is an absolute piece of shit. I work hard. Down at the cannery, making my 30 cents a day or whatever he does. I don't think he's a cannery. I don't know what he is. Where's a suit to work? Mm. Well, it was the 30s. Everyone wore a suit. Ah, Even if you were homeless, you wore a suit. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) (laughs) He wore not as nice of a suit. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I just want to throw this out there quickly, Marty. Have you played any of What Remains of Edith Finch yet? No, because without Wi-Fi, I'm unable to download the game I bought. Oh, you hadn't had it downloaded yet? No. I, I bought it on my phone at work. Ah. Well, Leland, how are you finding Firewatch so far? So uh, I'm I'm loving it so far. Again, another like great writing. The dialogue. I mean, the dialogue is the game. Right? Isn't the voice acting good? Voice acting is really great. It, like you can tell when people mail it in for voice acting roles or movies. I mean, it's it's just obvious to people, and they're not mailing it in, and it's really in. Firewatch, the, the story's actually pretty interesting, listeners, so it's a type of game that's called a walking simulator, and basically the games are very narrative-heavy, very story-heavy. This one takes place in Wyoming. You're a guy, he's got kind of a, I mean, a tough this, past. In the late 70s, too. In the late 70s, or is it, or is is it, it early, early 80s? 80s? I think it is early 80s. Early 80s. Yeah. And uh, so you kind of... You take a job as a fire watcher. So I guess everyone has these posts all through Wyoming and you just basically get paid to sit in this rustic lookout post and keep an eye on things and make sure nobody sets fires or anything like that. And a story develops, but it's got uh, the actor Rich Summers, who Leland really Summer. likes. Summer? Rich yeah, Summer? Summer. He does such a good job. He does such a good job. And I felt like he had good social chemistry with the only other character that you really talk with which oh yeah, is his yeah, yeah. boss both. Delilah they both do they both do yeah. and the dialogue choices are good for them like there was never a dialogue choice where for me it's like oh shit I really wish there was this fourth option like yeah. everything for me is like yeah this is what pretty I much, yeah, want to say that's pretty much what I would think about saying right yeah, yeah. what I like about it too <laughs> is a lot of walking simula- simulators don't have much gameplay at all to them to like you're really just clicking one button or something yeah but firewatch you have a compass you have a fairly large area and you kind of have to orienteer yourself as you walk around yeah, and yeah, i yeah. like that and i was surprised that that was part of it too i wasn't i had no idea i hadn't really even seen any screenshots really or any video on it or so yeah i was pleasantly surprised i like it it's cool just kind of walking around what did you do again? Because with the uh, the teenage girls, oh, the stupid that. girls, these the stupid, stupid girls, girls lighting oh, up, lighting up fireworks in the middle of the fucking forest. I know, Jesus, on oh. my on our, on my first day, first day, I gotta go there and I gotta yell at these stupid girls. The and skinny you, dipping, yeah, you find them, shadow. you find them skinny huh. dipping way in the lake, so they yell at you and they call you a pervert. Yeah, and I stole their radio. They had a they had a stereo sitting on the edge yeah. of the bank. I stole it. They're like, hey, come back here with that. I just listen to it and I'm walking away. I'm, I couldn't turn it off. I wanted to turn the fucking thing off. 
Oh, I, I grabbed it and I turned at them. They're like, what are you doing? And then I pressed, I think it was E again, and I hucked it into the lake. It was short-circuited. And they're <laughs> oh, like, really? screw you, you prick. That's and I was awesome. like, you guys had it coming. That's funny. So. Uh, yeah, I'm really liking it. I'm actually stuck in a part so right now. Oh. Yeah. We can um, discuss that later. I can yeah, yeah, okay. I, I will ask you, I'll ask you about it, yeah. I think I bought it. I, again, I just can't download it yet. Yeah, it's cool. And, you know, I was, um, I kind of like that it's like, you're just kind of playing through a passage of time. Like, every mm-hmm. so often, you'll skip forward a few days, and you just kind of, you know, sitting in your tower looking for fires. And, yeah, it's cool. It's cool. Yeah. yeah. I'll play it. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> one of my banter points, actually, was about walking simulator games, and whether or not you guys think they're a fad that's going to pass in a couple years. No. No, they've been around for they've been around longer for a than that. Oh, okay. Ooh, so I'm just discovering yeah. them. Just... Yeah, like what? Since uh, you, there's a game you used to play all the time. That was one, right? What, like, uh, uh, well, way back in the day, like Mist. Yeah, it's pretty much oh, okay. right. Kind of like a. I mean, it's more of a puzzle game, but yeah. really, it's the same thing. Similar concept. You're never in any real danger, you know, yeah. kind of thing, right? Like. Yeah, and I think that typifies a walking simulator. You're right. never in real danger. They're usually quite linear usually can't die i mean i loved layers of fear that was a scary game really well done very good graphics but you didn't die and in fact if you ran into the ghost lady in that game um and she grabbed you it'll actually skip you a little bit to the next segment so if you're bored you could rush the game by running into the ghost that's weird that was weird i didn't think that was fantastic but i played one a few years back called gone home and oh was, yeah, it was by um, some of the developers who worked on Bioshock, I think. Um, it of course has nothing to do with Bioshock. It's basically just a girl comes home to her abandoned house, and it's uh, she comes home to visit her family from college, and no one's there. So you're basically going around the house finding like things, whether it's like voicemails or like notes or whatever, and figuring out what happened. Now, I know what happened. It was spoiled for me in a write-up. Do yeah. you still think it's worth playing to get there, even knowing it? Ooh, maybe for, like, five bucks. Oh, okay. I don't... Uh, yeah, yeah. Totally. You, you know what I mean? Like, well, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. the point of those games. Right? Yeah, because it really is driven by a story. Yeah. And, I mean, for, I really thought it was a cool payoff. And, but at the same time, if you have it spoiled for you, it kind of takes away from it. Because there's a yeah. certain tension, at least for, for me, there was a big tension in the game. And I think if I knew what was happening, I would have had it spoiled. Yeah. Yeah. Because oh, it, that's like watching like uh, like uh, like some mystery show, right? Yeah, of course. You know what the mystery is. It's like, ah. Because like in this house, like they did a really good job of like it making old house noises. So when you play it oh. with like headphones on, it's almost like a it could be a horror game at times. Like it's oh, got that cool. sort of thriller. Okay. And like sometimes you're all of a sudden in like a attic space and like the lights go out because like there's a, there's a storm going on, so lights are flickering. Ah, interesting. I was never like pissed. I was never Resident Evil Seven scared, but I was like, <laughs> let's get out of this room. Yeah. You know though about that mystery thing, like I, there's something to be said. Uh, about going back and playing some games over again, or rewatching some movies and being like, and seeing all the hints, yeah, and the foreshadowing yeah. of the payoff that is also, you know, entertaining and and worth something. I think sometimes too. So who knows, really? Yeah. I do have to throw this out there just on layers of fear because I know you guys probably aren't going to play it, but I love the ending for both the games. There's like layers of fear, and then 
Layers of Fear, uh, the DLC, which is basically a, a sequel that's about half the game's length. So you're an insane painter in the first game, and it ends, you're so insane, you keep trying to make this one painting, and you think you screw it up, so you make like 50 of them, and you just pile them in a room, but they're oil paintings, so then you are insane, and you light them on fire, and you jump on them. And die. And that's how the first game ends. In the second game, you're that guy's daughter. And it's really sympathetic because he treated her bad. She was scared of the big family dog. And he, like, released the dog on you. He was trying to train you to be a good painter like him. But you didn't want to paint. And you weren't skilled. And so he'd yell at you and, like, be very perfectionist. But the end of the game ends with her going to her bedroom finding one of those paintings that her dad tried to make. She's like, Daddy, I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. And she starts punching the painting. And then it like vibrates her room a bit. And this candle post falls behind her and lights her room on fire. And there's like 30 seconds where your room's on fire and there's nothing you can do to escape. And she burns to death too. I just thought it was hilarious. Holy shit. (laughs) I thought it was hilarious that both games end like that. Wow. That family is cursed. Yeah, no kidding. You got to stay away from fire. (laughs) That's like the happy birthday tape in Resident Evil 7. Like, no (laughs) matter what you do, you're dead. You're screwed. (laughs) Birthday. I love when he's laughing as he's dying, too. Yeah. He's like, Oh, that was. Stop it. Hey, Marty, have you played um, The Abandoned Cabin yet? Yeah, oh, yeah. Did? No, we didn't end up playing it. Oh, damn it. Because, yeah, I would love to talk about that. Yeah. Yeah, nice. it would have been nice, but that was up to my wife. I said, hey, would you like to play this? No, I'd like to watch this. Oh. Well, but Leland, not, not spoilery at all. We can I can talk about my least favorite or, or what bugged me about that. Sure, and that yeah. is that some of the puzzles you will come up against, Marty, even once you know what the solution is there's no rational way for you to get got there like really there some of the puzzles are so hit and miss some are fantastic and you feel so satisfied finding the clues and others like i was frustrated but leland gets outwardly frustrated and he's like oh, let's just fucking look at the solution okay it's like clue and leland would always get that i okay always hesitant to pull one of those cards well I think what ticked us both off is you're given two clues, but the first one really isn't a clue. It does it's it's not helpful unless you're absolutely brain dead. Because yeah, that it's was like, the case in a lot of those like first clues on a few of them. You're like, well shit, I already know this. Exactly. But it is nice that within the scoring system of the game, um, like it, it it says if you already know the info, disregard it in terms of, you know, subtracting from your overall score at the end. Mm-hmm. Because you're you're based on time it takes you to do it and the number of clue and or solution cards you've taken that help you and then yeah and then that helps you that that actually give you information and then you get a you get a rating out of ten we we scored five stars yeah we scored know. five but you know, we, we, so we played with four people well, who um, else you play with well um, uh, listener Gabers and my brother were, oh okay we're over um, and. That is the max. I'm looking at another exit box I have right in front of me. That's the max player count. So I'm wondering, you know, very often a game at a max player count is never the ideal count. Mm. So I maybe, I don't know if that really would have made a difference. Probably not. I'm thinking for some of our complaints, no. But like I look at the unlocked ones, which I also bought a couple of that we have yet to play. They are one to six. 
And I've heard that the unlocks are much more puzzle oriented. Yeah. So I'm interested to to play one of those and compare the two for sure. Yeah. But I definitely do want to play more Exit. Oh, for sure. Because I don't want to judge it on just that one. And it was enjoyable. One of the things I liked is even though we were maxing out the player count, I'm pretty sure everyone had one Eureka moment where they solved Mm -hmm. something. Mm -hmm. And I liked that. I liked that everybody was satisfied with something. Yeah, I liked it too. Overall, I think it was like a mediocre to slightly above mediocre experience. Yeah. And... Marty, if you ever wonder how that's going to be a, a legacy game, meaning you only play it once, you'll be cutting and tearing shit within five minutes. So, yeah, yeah the you destroy the game. Specifically, you you do uh, tear up and like cut up components. Mm-hmm. So they can never be replayed. But uh, like the Unlock series, um, you don't do that. So you can like pass them along. Okay. Like when we're done with those two, I'm going to send them to, to Mr. or Mrs. Listener so they okay. can play them. So. Oh, that's nice of you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, why not? I, 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 sure. I have no use for them, so I may as well just pass them along. And then they can pass them along to maybe some of the people in their play group, and they can just go, 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 kind of thing. So, which is cool. I like it. I like what a, that. What a slutty board game. <laughs> it gets passed around. <laughs> that go from down Vancouver down. all the way to Alberta. <laughs> that's cool. Is that an upgrade? I don't know. Is that? Uh, I'm pretty sure that's a downgrade. I think so. <laughs> Well, I had, uh, I don't know if you guys had any, like, New Year's resolutions. Mm. Yes. yes. I had a few, specifically, uh, to board gaming. So, I've decided to do a 10 by 10 challenge this year, which, for those unfamiliar, you just pick 10 games to play 10 times throughout the course of a year, or I guess whatever time frame you really want to put on it. But So, in 2018, I've chosen my list of 10. I can pull them up here. I don't know if you guys have played any of them. I don't know. Read them out. Let's see. So, I don't think I'm going to be able to do it. I, like, honestly don't think I'll... Okay, so, Azul, which I just picked up, uh, 2017 game. Oh, man, I fucking love Azul. Holy shit, I love that game. That one's going to be easy. I think that's a... So, what I tried to do is I tried to get uh, at least one that could really play, like, well at two-player. And kind of, you know, maybe some shorter ones. Uh, ones that play maybe a little higher player count. So what do we got here? I got Azul, uh, Downforce, Element, Elysium, Five Tribes, Quadropolis, Raiders of the North Sea, Shogun, Stockpile, and Terraforming Mars. And actually on this, uh, like, uh, BGG Stats app, you can pick, like, a reserve one. So I have Automania as an 11th uh oh shit i played this one more than other ones instead i guess Mm. so it's gonna be really tough to i mean that's a hundred games are you thinking that you got to play two games a week and it's already like the middle of january almost and this releases just those games just those games exactly with all a bunch of other games like we're gonna start we're gonna start charterstone right after this so that's like I think that's twelve games to play that. Should have put Charterstone on there. I know. I was like, <laughs> I thought that would be. I felt like that would be cheating. But that leads directly into another resolution of me. And so I'm going to uh, attempt to find and or create another play group. Hmm. So that's smart. Yeah, yeah. Because mm. I mean, we don't always have time to get together. I mean, we struggle as as it is to get 
time enough to record these fucking things. Yeah. <laughs> so, and, you know, it's a bit of a drive for me now, too. So. Yeah, totally, yeah. totally. So hopefully I can, um, you know, find some other like-minded people. Maybe some who are already in the hobby or introduce some to the hobby. I mean, there are some lighter fair games, that list of 10, that I think would be fine introductions to a few different mechanics. And you can make new friends. And new friends. La, la, la. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's, those are kind of two of my big, big resolutions. So I guess your real resolution is to make more friends. I guess that's what it boils down to. Yeah. Uh, Moby, did you have some resolutions? Yeah, I've got a few. I finally want to retackle Battlestar Galactica, which I own all four seasons. Um, I've been talking about doing that for years, and like I've got all the DVDs, and they're just collecting dust. Uh, so from a TV show, I'd like to do that. Uh, and That's a good idea. I think I might want to do that too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I mean, I'd what other what other uh, resolutions do I have? I, I want to finish um, the two Resident Evil games that I own and actually have never really played much of. Um, there's Resident Evil Code Veronica. I've got the port they did for GameCube. That was actually pretty expensive, so I owe it to myself to play that. I started it once. I tried to give it a good run, but I got stuck at a spot where like I had no ammo and could not find another ammo box and could not live. So I have to oh, restart yeah. it. Uh, Code Veronica? Yeah. Oh, man, I did the same thing. Twice, oh, yeah? Two or three times in that same game. Interesting. That's rough. Interesting. It's not a really long game. And it's like right around the halfway point, if you made some terrible decisions, you're fucked. Yeah. I think that's where I was at. Yeah. Because I had a pretty good run getting there. Huh. So I got to restart that. I think it's Resident Evil Revelations. Right. Like one of three games I have for my Wii U ever. So I have to play that (laughs) to make Wii U worth it. So I'd like to do that. Uh, Board game wise is interesting. I I would like to somehow get a little bit more into board games, but you know I think my only firm resolution is to get uh, the expansion for the Resident Evil deck building game that I want, so we can all play that okay. and review it for the podcast. That'd be cool. So yeah, but I'm trying to think movie wise. There really isn't anything that. Yeah, I mean, big. what the hell do you do? I could say maybe. Uh, if you were so inclined to maybe call your collection a little. Yeah. If there are any uh, outstanding movies that just kind of, you know. Call, do you mean like discard? Like, yeah, like get rid of. Yeah, you know what? That's interesting. I did that a few years ago. I did that in about 2012, Yeah, I'd like to say. But um, I haven't done that in a few years. I mean, are you running out of space? No, to oh, be honest, because I've got a big whatever. yeah, I've got a big <laughs> closet, but you know, maybe <laughs> you can't really give them away because they're worth nothing now. Yeah. So many people get, get digital online. You know, I was about to say one of the things I'd like to do that's not realistic for me in a year. I'd like to catch up with X Files. I'm almost okay. done season three though. Okay. And so I think I got to about season six. Okay. And I got to the point where, like, I go, so I got to the end of the season where in between that season and the next, there was a movie. And the movie is not on Netflix. Oh. So I could not, in good conscience, proceed to the next season without 
watching that movie first. Right. So that is where that is where I stopped. Of <laughs> I, course you couldn't. I couldn't even fucking tell you the name of the movie. Of <laughs> the right. X-Files movie. I don't know what the subtitle is. But that is where I stopped. And oh. I should finish that too. You know what? And catch up on the, on the new stuff. Yeah, sure. It, that'd be awesome because maybe I'll buy that movie because it's probably cheap and we'll watch it together yeah. and then we can push forward. All right. What I want to do, this is completely spur of the moment, and I'll let uh, Leland and Marty talk about it. I will give you guys, I will let you make a New Year's resolution for me. And that is one Netflix miniseries or TV show that you think, above all, movies should watch and catch up with. Whether oh. it's Punisher or something else. Oh, man, you can't just man, drop that just shit on us. Because there's been oh. so many things I've been like, Moby, you got to watch this. And Moby, Moby's, you're more into movies and TV sometimes. So it's... Yeah. Okay, could you could you even pare down to like three? I can think of one right off the top of my head that we've suggested a few times. That's Spartacus. Spartacus, yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. Okay. I'll put that as number one on one. Do you think I'm a Punisher guy? Do you think I I enjoy that series? Probably not as much as Leland and I enjoy it. Probably not. I will say, what back to Spartacus, though, watch watch Gods of the Arena after first season yeah right? first season don't first. watch it because god's arena is technically a prequel and it's like season zero and it ruins season one exactly it ruins the end of because it flashes through the end of season one so watch season yeah. one before you watch season god's zero. Arena. Yeah. okay i will do that because that that's actually the order of release yes not the chronological set like in the setting lights it's not that's it that's not chronological. Also, production value goes up in Gods of the Arena. So, if you watch the first season first, oh, that's true. You'll enjoy the second season. That's more. true. Doesn't like the main character of Spartacus die of cancer in real life? Yes. At some point? So yeah, they, had um, recast they had to recast him. He got cancer. That's why they made Gods of the Arena because they right. they could do a prequel and have him recover. He he recovered, then he relapsed and he died partway through. Um, production i think of the second or third season so in the right. second season they recast him because he had cancer real bad and he was a young guy like in his middle mid 30s yeah wow and like peak physical health obviously i will that tell sucks. you i will okay so i will tell you the range of the emotions that i'm sure you'll go through you will you will love season one oh man what's the actor's name why am i blanking on the actor's name i know the second guy's name is liam right yeah but you'll love season one spartacus the actor, and then you will be like borderline devastated that he just he's he's gone, and they've recast this fucking schlub. And then <laughs> and then by season three and four, you're like, man, this guy's Spartacus. This guy, wow. this guy's fucking Spartacus. That's gonna be a gambit of emotions. Oh, yeah, weird. It's, it's like by the end of it, you're you're like, I accept you. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> oh. okay. So so does, he does such a good job. He does. Is it? Like, does Liam just start bad and he becomes a better actor? No, no. It's it's like it's literally juxtaposed with the previous. He was also phenomenal, right? It's just like, yeah, just okay. It feels like the show was like the first actor to play Spartacus. It feels like he was meant to play Spartacus. Mm-hmm. So for a for a, a person doing a role so well and then he's gone, it's like the shoes are enormous, and yeah. it feels like there's no one who could fill them. But then you're right. By the end of the third By the end season, it, he grows. He grows into yeah. him, and you're like, okay, I see it. I see it. Yeah, it's here. And then you can enjoy it even more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's so good. Spartacus is so good. Yeah, I'd say Spartacus. That's is a really right good. That's a really good one. Oh, what else, movie? Sweet. Well, I got it. There's a lot of stuff I got to finish. Maybe that should be my resolution. Like Big Mouth, I got to finish Big Mouth because that's short. I'm surprised you didn't finish that. All right, honestly, fucking watch. 
community. God damn it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Even if you just stop at the first, just watch the first three seasons of Community, you're fine. Yeah, honestly. They're because, so like, six is on, like, Amazon Prime Video. Yeah. That's a bitch to get. Four is garbage. Five is actually really great. You can, you can watch seasons one through three and then five and be okay. You'd be fine. But I will say, if you grow to love the show and love the characters, then seek out season six because they wrap, it's the season finale, they wrap it really great. Do yeah. they? I like, still haven't got tear, to Like, I, well, I mean, I love the fuck out of that show. I was, like, tearfully wrapping up that show. Oh, man. I gotta get Amazon Prime again and just the field, man. Oh, yeah. I'll just use your account. I don't have it anymore. I let oh. it lapse. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, Pretty Little Liars, Leland. Which no, season should I have? You can skip season one through seven of seven seasons of Pretty Little Liars. Really okay. That's the, I, that is one resolution I can commit. To. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm trying to think what uh, recently I have watched. And I don't want to give you everything. We don't want to just d- dump like 20, uh, 20 season like shows on you, you know, like... I've got a friend who does that, but he really only dumps shows that he likes. Like, they're not... He knows I probably won't like them, but he dumps them on me in the hopes that I will share in his love with these shows. But knowing full well, it's a fatalistic, Uh, like, move, and that I won't... Can you give me an example of the show? Sense8, or whatever. Oh, okay. Sense8. I watched a bit uh, of the first season, the first episode of that, and I just uh, never continued with it. Yeah. Um, there was also that movie Interstellar, which I thought was meh, but this friend literally was looking back at me every 20 seconds to see if I was having an emotional reaction, which also ruined an already mediocre movie. I hate yeah. when people do that to me. Yeah, I, I hate it too. Cause it's I like, thought Interstellar he, was he was like, watch, he was watching me, not the movie when that movie was on. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's a lot of pressure. That is a lot of pressure. So. I feel bad for the guy because, you know, he doesn't have a ton of close friends that he can share this stuff with. And he did hit the ball out of the park with Babylon 5 years and years ago. First uh, TV series I bought. So. That's like you hit the park out of the, or hit the, hit the ball, hit the ball out, out of the park. Hit the park out of the ball. <laughs> hit the ball out of the park. <laughs> now, that's with, a bit, uh, now that's what I call a grand slam. With uh, Battlestar. Oh, yeah. Like with us. Like, yep. Yep. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely solid, solid call. Yeah. And. You know, I want to say this is almost a good thing, but Battlestar doesn't start bad and you have to stick with it till it gets good. It starts great and then it starts (laughs) to get worse. And if you don't want to stick with it, fine. (laughs) Yeah, you know what? It actually, it hits its peak early. It does. Yeah. And then it's like, you're invested. So you're like, all right, let's see this through. It's still good. It's not like it doesn't get, it gets bad at times i think but I there are a few pretty shitty episodes like one that immediately jumps to mind is the scar episode. yeah oh yeah that's a bad episode yeah that was filler to the so extreme that is the epitome of filler the filler episode. oh yeah. yeah it's there is definitely like a few really bad filler ones and that you know what it is too is like that show was right before we hit that point where tv shows were allowed to be 12 episodes yeah so like there's like 20 episode oh, seasons yeah. and yeah. it's like all right we got 12 episodes of story, but it has, like, that old Star Trek feel where it's like, all right, like, the, st- the right. story's at the beginning and the end, and then we'll just dump Let's it. have Starbuck have sex with Hot Dog for a whole episode. <laughs> Make something about that. <laughs> hot Dog, you such an ugly man. <laughs> hot Dog. Uh, fucking Hot Dog. You know what, though? 
Yeah, well, uh, Callie had a baby with hot dog, didn't you? I know. What the hot hell, dog Callie? got all the action. I, I guess that's what Callie. happens when the, all of humanity is reduced to a few ships. Uh, you true. just don't have a lot of choice. The pickings are slim. So. <laughs> slim pickings. Oh, but man, like I, when I first saw it, you know, I was 19 years old. Trisha Helfer, and oh, she boy. was setting my testosterone yeah. through the roof. Everything's put you through puberty. Yeah, we know. Holy shit. Yeah. Gone that's like your you. catchphrase. Yeah. It, it, it really is. <laughs> but. It was, but also, okay, it was so fun. so you have like the mini series, right? Yeah. It's like two an hour and a half episodes, right? But then like that first episode of season one is the thirty three. It is thirty three, yeah. and it's fantastic. It's awesome. It's just boom, kicks it right off. It's so good. I mean, so good that jump. We would jump, jump, <laughs> jump. <laughs> we scream, jump every day, time we're taking a shot doing Centurion for God's sake. Yeah, uh, the whole first beginning of that season is really good. It's really dark. Yeah. Like there's that prison episode where they just stop the prison riot. Yeah, on that um, mining ship or whatever. Yeah, and there's like that. I forget that guy's name, but he uh, he comes up throughout the whole yeah. series. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the guy. Uh, he played the original Apollo. Yeah, or... played the original Apollo. I think his name it start. His last name started with a Z. Is like Zorin. Oh, Zarek. Zarek. Tom Zarek. Tom Zarek. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. That's, a, that's actually a good show. he was one of the best characters in the show because he was very complicated like at first he was kind of seeming like he's a total bad guy and then yeah and then he becomes like a politician which like i guess isn't that good. much yeah <laughs> yeah so if i could think of there's one moment that stands out in my head and that's apollo's girlfriend when she you know does herself in at one point there oh oh d yeah yeah uh doesn't she uh she shoots herself she, i think she shoots herself doesn't she in yeah. the locker room isn't it? yeah she's yeah, just yeah. like she has has enough, and she just commits suicide. Oh man, that's uh, so brutal. Jesus, that's brutal. Actually, the the standard moment for me is that uh, what season are they on? New Caprica, where they're like it's, it's like three. occupied. Three. It is three. So at the beginning of three, when they like break them out, when they jump like like a few hundred feet off the surface or whatever of the planet, yes, and then land the battle the battle star in there to pick everybody up or whatever. Yeah, that like that like. Is the first thing whenever someone says BSG, that scene is a boom jumps right to my mind. It's so memorable and so badass. Like I thought it was so fucking cool. Yeah. yeah. What about uh, Callie getting space locked? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Callie. Bye, and your baby. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. Dark, dark show, listener. Dark show. Good show. Yeah. Good show. Uh, Marty, what about your resolutions? Well, you know, mine, the main one relates to finishing my back catalog of games. Okay. Because honestly, I realized over the holidays I was buying more and more and more and that I need to catch up a little bit because I've probably got about 10 games to play through. Some of them long, some of them short, but I got to catch up. I got to play through some of these walking simulators. Um, so that means I'm going to have to neglect real life walking for a while and just, <laughs> you know, dive into it. <laughs> Uh, you know, that's probably the big one with gaming, and I really want to play all these games from 2017 that were, I think, might be on my top five, top ten list, and and actually be able to talk about them. So then by the time we do our 2018 year in review, I will have nothing played for the, for 2018. For the 2018, yeah. so then yeah, I'll always be a year behind, but I think mainly my goal is to catch up as much as I can. Yeah, as for movies, I just want to keep seeing movies with an open mind and not judge them before I get there. That's a really good Leland, one. are you listening here? Hey, whoa, whoa, Leland? whoa, whoa, whoa. I'll have you fuckers know <laughs> that I was the as open-minded as a person could have been walking into that last Jedi. 
And did I ever explain any of the points and the, of contention that I had with any amount of frustration or malevolency? I think not. Not malevolency. Exactly. No. But that is the best possible adjective to describe your reaction to those movies. <laughs> this malevolent evil force of nature. I just really? saying. I just saying. <laughs> I, I think exasperated was how he felt. Like he he just yes. Looked- he was just like, huh. We were standing by my car after, and he literally was sighing and gasping for air as we were talking about things. And he'd cock his head and I will look say, to the stars. I will say, when, when we were the credits started roll, I look over to, to you, Marty, and I have, I'm like laughing again, credulously. And you and were like, before you say anything, I really liked it. And I, my jaw dropped. I was like, Good joke, buddy. <laughs> Funny joke. joke. Everyone laughed. laughed. <laughs> yeah. And you were completely serious. I and I was yeah. dumbfounded. You thought I deadpanned it. You're like, I seriously did. Your delivery. I was like, what? You. Lo-? And I guess I immediately jumped to like you loving it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but you said that you really liked it. I was yeah. like, what? I liked it. I really liked it. <laughs> <laughs> you liked it. That's a really that no that I think that's a that's a great lesson that, that everyone really should. I think every like critic or you know content creator should come out at at, a, at anything at whatever medium they're dealing with at a similar viewpoint. Well, you'll never know what you'll be missing out on that you could really love. I mean, yeah, if I hadn't played Persona with open mind, or I probably wouldn't have got past the first two hours. <laughs> fucking weird, and I re- I mean I really love that. Really, would you have, would you have quit? Like, I think that we're the type of people that we're like, okay, I am definitely the type of person that I'll sit through anything. No, I'm I'm an easy quitter. <laughs> I really am. No, I totally, I almost quit on Stranger Things. That's what I've said here before. Yeah, that's true. I yeah, did quit. I, I still haven't finished Honestly, season two. season two Stranger Things is garbage, so. Oh, it gets better. Nah, the, the latter half is fantastic. Stranger Things is overrated. You know what? I'm going to agree with Leland. I'm not done. I got two left. But, like, honestly, I have nothing pushing me to watch it. No. Eh. I don't feel invested with the characters at all anymore. I don't know what it is. It's just a pop culture phenomenon at this point. I am. Uh, it's just, nah. It's, it, it was lightning in a bottle the first season. And now I don't yeah. care. Well, they took the lid off and now it's gone. Yep. Where's more episodes of Love? Speaking of characters, so I that, don't that care is coming back uh, for one final season. Oh, hopefully they actually tie things up then. Hopefully something happens. How could they? Yeah, what? What are they going to tie up? It's just like, I don't. I still don't well, I know guess what Gus happened. Gus will find out Mickey cheated on him. Oh yeah, and then he'll make a decision, right? Since he's also an asshole. Yeah, they're both just kind of pieces of shit. Yeah, yeah they are. They're not the best people, really. He's no. like he's like passive aggressive loser, and she's just aggressive loser. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're quite a match. Yeah. You think about it. Maybe that's why I watch it. It makes me feel like I'm a better person than I am. <laughs> <laughs> because I compare myself to them and I'm around yeah. their age. I feel like though those characters really aren't all that realistic now that I'm thinking about it. Like I, I don't know, like you think of I wouldn't fucking act like any of either of these two. No, you're right. You're right. But maybe they- we're the anomalies. Maybe. Maybe we're just too good for this world. And I, I will say one thing um, about, like, kind of doing a good job of, like, portraying how I I think I would want to be stepping into those shoes is playing Dream Daddy. Oh, like, yeah. Like, again, that's another game that where the dialogue's really the fucking dialogue funny. The dialogue is amazing, and I do The dialogue is so funny. Like, 
What was the? Oh, I love that theme song. I love the theme song. It's so good. So this is worth getting, right? Oh, 100%. Uh, yeah, because it's fine. I bought it for a, a, a friend um, as a birthday gift. And then I hadn't bought it for myself yet. And You're the last And you know I, I'm the last one now. Yeah, it's worth it. It's I've said this to you guys outside of the podcast, but for listeners' uh, knowledge, Dream Daddy is a, I think it's a tongue-in-cheek funny game where you're like a single dad and you try to date other single dads. Yeah. But like... It's super tr- ambiguous. It's, it's ambiguous yeah. because it's like, there's no real implication that you're gay except that you're gay and you all have daughters that yeah but yeah sons. like a lot of there's majority but of like daughters it, it never actually talks about the fact that you're trying to date men you just are trying to date men as yeah. if it's like yeah just what you do yeah i kind of like that it's super fun it's like the dialogue is so fucking funny okay so like uh you're you're the daddy play like his favorite show i just last part is like long haul ice road paranormal ghost truckers <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, like there's shit like that like like the town is so like generalized everything is so generalized yes like if you're going to like the gym is capital t capital g i'll meet you at the gym like that's his <laughs> name like let's go yeah. to the gym <laughs> We're going to see the game, like capital T, capital G. Yeah. <laughs> like there's one part you go to the bar, whatever, and yeah. the game is on. The and you're game. Like, and because it, it, it goes through some of like your inner monologue, right? He's like, I and I, I'm sitting there, uh, politely cheering on my team, looking at other other people in the bar, also cheering on their team, and with <laughs> a gru- team with a with team. a gruff uh, <laughs> like antagonistic camaraderie. It's like. Even what you drink, so it's like, I will have a whiskey. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's just whatever whiskey from a bar. Yeah. Is it voice acted or is it all? Uh, no, it's like yeah. text. There's like okay. little snippets of like, you know, like, yeah, cool. Oh, like, okay. but, like, but the, it's funny because they use those yeah, cools at weird, like weird, weird spots. spots. So it's like, I want to go to bed. It's like, mm-hmm. daddy, I'm going to bed. But the voice will be like, awesome. Like, okay, yeah, I guess go to bed. I wonder if they're randomized or something. But like okay, so back to the em- the 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 emulation thing. Yes. Like, so like I feel like if I had a teenage daughter, that I would want I would be acting in very similar ways. Like I would be saying the same stuff. Like you know the kind of dweeby, funny, borderline like you know like compassionate kind of thought. Like it's really fun. Like okay. it's certainly worth getting. I really, it's super. Ah, it's I'm gonna a, break my fucking resolution and buy another game. Yes, you will. You have to. I just laugh this every is the time. Last one. Every time I play it, it's it just actually like has so to funny. be the last one. It's yeah. just so funny. Yeah, and, and that's one that's so clever. It's, it's, it is very clever for the podcast. Well for the podcast, uh, that's how you justify that. Leland, have you had a date with every guy yet? No, I've uh, I've went out with uh, the teach. No, not Hugo. I went out with Craig. Craig, okay, I haven't done And, oh, the coffee shop guy who went to a concert. Oh, okay. Yeah. I still got to do that one. I haven't played very much of it. Yeah, yeah. I, do you have to go out with everybody? Because I don't like everybody. No. I don't like the leather jacket, dude. Oh, yeah. He's the guy that split me up the middle the first the night. Yeah, I can't believe you went home with him. I was like, no, I'm sorry. I'm turning it I wanted night. to see what happened I'm because it was hot. No, he's a, no, he's like, he's like some schizoid in a leather jacket buying you whiskeys. Like, get out of here. Get away from me. Yeah, well, he, he gives you your space. He he had to go to the bathroom to powder his nose, so... Yeah, he's going to snort a line <laughs> of fucking coke. 
Hey, what what did uh what did uh, Hansel say in Zoolander two? He's hot. I trust him. <laughs> <laughs> Words to live by. Oh fuck. Oh uh, yeah, definitely worth getting. I would yeah. definitely. <laughs> but but what is he going to say, Leland? How how it works is you get to that part where you basically have the Facebook for dads, the dad book, and if you do three good dates with the dad, you're going to earn hearts. Then right. you you beat the game by settling with a a dream dad. So what I'm going to first to, one you do the hearts, yes, fill them all. Oh, so what I'm going no, so like to try to so like the first guy, right? Yes. Ah, so what I'm going to try to do is do dates with all of them okay. just for completionist story's sake, and then. Sure, sure. Key on sure. one for the... Yeah, I, I really like... Uh, I think his name is Matt, at the coffee shop guy. I like yeah. him. He's, he's cool. He's like dweeby like 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 you are. Craig's too busy. He's got like three kids. He's just softball coach. And it doesn't seem like a natural relationship because he was your roommate and friend for yeah, so long. Yeah, you got so like, weird history. And you then... were adults living in the same dorm room, but only now you have this interest in well i mean yeah i think his kids are biological like because he's divorced from his wife and your wife's dad like i chose a like my daughter's biological too mine too yeah Yeah. i you get to choose whether she's and again again it's so it's it it, it's so everything is like implied like there's nothing that flat out says you were married to this woman and she died i have no idea if like we, we had any relationship other than Having this daughter together, like it doesn't tell you anything, does it? Uh no. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah. No, so, it doesn't. Oh, so it's, it's interesting. It's what you want it to be. It yes, for exactly. You yourself, totally it gives you, you a lot of freedom. Yeah. Um, though, it, though, it's not like it's it's not it's really it's not like role playing because hmm. because your your character, yeah, you put a skin on him, but like he is who he is. Yeah, he has right? a very definite personality. Exactly. So that's that's something that I don't eh, really like about it because like then why am I making choices? I don't know because you, it's very limited dialogue choices that I don't think really lead anywhere as far as I've seen. Um, they will. Yeah. In the dates. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because sure, you dates. get either you like hearts or, or like a black hole if you say something. Well, I, wrong. I haven't got a black hole yet. I've been on point so, so far. Everything. You know what was funny about that game? I, I guess this is very minor spoilers, but I was on the first date with the youth pastor yeah. and. I was like, okay, well, hey, he's married. That's not a date. Well, you're just hanging out. He's in the closet. Yeah. He okay. So the the best thing about him is, yeah, he's married, but he's married to his wife's an alcoholic who spends her time at the bar, like hitting on everything with a dick. Yeah. <laughs> because she's married to a closeted homosexual, like, and that's all just implied by uh i just like but the thing about him though so i went on a first date with him and i thought it was just going to be friends for the first thing i didn't know was going to start to keep score yeah so i was trying to fail so i started to insult his kids there's a a point where you can like insult his creepy twins and you're like uh you can say something like oh they're from the fucking shining where's jack nicholson and he's like mm, love he's like ha 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 my kids are creepy and i'm like no this well, is what i want well, because at the barbecue he makes a joke about oh i must have left the shining on instead of the cartoons or something <laughs> like, he made that joke oh man so of course he liked that man that... you have to be attentive it's weird sitting here watching you guys discuss this <laughs> okay i i know i know and it's weird when you're playing it too you're like I don't know how to describe it. It's like, oh man, this game's just so fun. <laughs> it, it is a lot of fun, and there's little mini games, Marty, that you'll. Oh run yeah, into. there's lots of cool stuff. So, like, 
Like I had to, uh, uh, like I got stuck in a mosh pit at this concert. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. I had to like, uh, like navigate my way of, amongst like all these like bashing teens and try to get to avoid to get to the stage before I got knocked out by awesome. this mosh pit. <laughs> I got to do that. Well, when I re-enter in 1992 and I get my internet back, I will uh, download it. <laughs> good, 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 good. Well, and, and it will be a segment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll be a whole banter segment. Well, what do you what do you say? We want to wrap this up. Yeah, we've probably gone on long enough. Yeah, it's been about an hour and a half. That's our usual time. We've been yeah. running long lately. Yeah, we have. The yeah. Last one was like scary long. Yeah, yeah, that was. Super but long. that had to like you know encapsulate our whole life. I have to think about my whole <laughs> life. life before I get on stage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well. Shall I do the end of show stuff? Sure. Okay. So if you you want to check out our show notes, uh, which has like you know links to our SoundCloud, links to iTunes, uh, we're on actually we're on Stitcher too. I don't think I put links up for that one, but I'm not sure who uses Stitcher. So if you use Stitcher, leave us a comment on our Facebook page. <laughs> Just search the D Hud Podcast. Tell us you use Stitcher. And tell us you use Stitcher. <laughs> But our website is ttpopcast.wordpress.com. Uh, I've been Leland Steele. And I'm Marty. And I'm Moby. Take care, <laughs> listener. Thanks, listener. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>